and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today we are sitting down in the Bourbon Penthouse with Mr. Nick Hayden and the legend Stephen Jay themselves. What's up, fellas? Just another day at the uh, workplace for me. Just another day at the workplace. Putting in those long hours. I know, man. <laughs> Retired and then went back to work. I don't get it. I know we need to get you like a like a sweet scooter or like a you know like a throne over there at Old Throne. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I sit by, sit by the door and bless people. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I could make this work. I mean, this could be awesome. Be like the little <laughs> Catholic cross over there, man. <clears throat> You're not Catholic though. No, I'm not. Hmm. All right, we'll figure out something. Somebody have to teach, <laughs> somebody have to teach me which direction it goes. <laughs> so you start down up. Right, left, right? No, left, right. Yeah, right, left, yeah. Down, up, left, right, left. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I had to think about it for a minute there. It, well, it, it's so ingrained in its habits, like, okay. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right, so today we are uh, we are taking the proverbial rabbit hole and we are going to go through all of uh, what I would consider their premium bottles or premium releases outside of, uh, I guess, the single barrels that they've just recently done with uh, the different artwork and things to that nature. So, uh, Nick, you, you want to walk us through what we're going to have today, and then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, so uh, we are uh, looking at three of the Founders uh, collection, and this started, I think, two years ago uh, with the Rye, and then they released the Mizanara finish, which is a 15-year-old finished Mizanara cask, and then recently, within the past month and a half, they released uh, the Race King. Uh, beautiful displays. They come in the boxes, uh, so there's it's like a green box for the Rye, uh, burnt orange for the race king and then a nice wooden like laser engraved display uh probably one of the better displays i've seen for uh, a bourbon or whiskey bottle in a while i mean if you want to tater it up i have it i have it back here somewhere. now are they all the like come apart in pieces and stuff like the mizzener cask was uh no the uh rye and the race king is more like a book so it's more like this really heavy um cardstock cardboard Gotcha. That open it has magnetics. I mean, it, they do a good job with it. Gotcha. Um, the Mizanar though, it, it has the front and the back has the wood, um, just really ornate. Really, again, it, it's done well, but the price tag does come with that. One hundred percent, the yes. price tag comes with that one. Yeah. So, so when we look outside of the normal offering, so you go with the um, uh, gin. And then you go with the, uh, I think it's the Derringer, which is the sherry cask, the high gold, which is uh, the blue label, the Cave Hill, which is the black like, label. Yeah, black yep. chocolate. Yep. Um, and then the Boxer Grail, which is the green. And then you go up into their new single barrels, which they just put out probably three months ago. Yeah. Um, so they started doing, I think they did 10 barrels, 10 single barrels. Um, with that, and this, and that artwork was that the, you know, the Alice in Wonderland. Yes, and, I, and we did a live podcast on that with Cave and Adam, who is uh, very uh, generous with their time and allowing us to use their space. Um, and then you start off. Then after that, you take the tier up, and then you go the box to grow or the founders. Uh, so the rye, um, if found retail, I think it's like two hundred. Uh, Boxer uh, the race king is three hundred, and then the Mizanara is fifteen hundred. If if found. Um, that one does carry a little heavy of a price tag, probably about as heavy as that cork. We just <laughs> dude, those corks are unreal. Like it's got to be the heaviest corks I've I've ever felt. There's only one cork that I think that could beat it, and that's the old collaboration with Bardstown and Copper and Kings. Um, it looks like a cinder block. 
like the it was a mistel and a brandy but i swear that was like a hockey puck of brass just sitting on top of it gotcha hmm. but uh no the i mean it's heavy glass uh done well um so we are going to go we're going to open up with the race king which is the new five grain double chocolate malted uh so, so it's got, got a chocolate malted rye and a chocolate malted barley, barley. yeah okay. so it goes corn rye chocolate malted rye barley chocolate malted ro- barley all right this is this is a uh... This is exciting for me because this is the first time I'm trying this. And then anytime you hear five grain or, you know, different things that are outside of your normal. Now, granted, it's it's still really basically only truly a three grain, but because the fact that they've, you know, that that chocolate malted gives it a different depth of flavor. So I'm kind of excited to see what this looks like. Yeah. I mean, as far as coloring goes, uh, besides the Mizanara, I mean, you got this real rich, um, dark amber color. Yep. Um, Going with my legs, nice oily legs. I mean, it's just dude. This thing is just crazy hanging to the glass. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 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 almost like sticks on the side. Like like I don't get a lot of leg on it. It's just almost like that oil ring going going around. And that's probably from the extra barley. Now I will tell you though, the nose on this thing is it's a little hot. I mean, it it, yeah. it it's got a little bit of a heat to the nose. So I was kind of surprised by that. It has a very unique nose. What's the proof on this bad boy? Uh, all uh, so so this is one hundred and nine point two. 109.2. So there must have been a low entry proof then if it was that low. Definitely get the chocolate. Yeah. yeah you get like it's, it, and it's more like a dark chocolate. It's not like any, like any of those right. other types, but. Yeah. I don't get like this, like the sweet, like milk chocolate. Like it's, it's more like. Um, yeah. Dark chocolate. Yeah. Like that 99% black, dark, you know, yes. cacoa. Yeah, the one that, you know, you'd be like, oh, I got this. And then as a kid, you're just like, I don't want that. You know, like. Yeah, it's got some citrus to it, too. Like, I mean, like there's like a hint of like orange or like grapefruit in the very, very back. I almost get like some of these like tobacco notes. Yeah, I get a little of that. But man, I'm really getting, like I said, I'm getting more like chocolate and citrus right off the bat on this thing. I mean, it's, and again, you got double chocolate. More orange than grapefruit. Yeah, maybe it is orange. I mean, that was a swish, man. You went straight in on that bad boy. (laughs) Whew. I'm still trying to figure out this nose. It's so complex. I mean, chocolate, the orange. It's almost got a little bit of like, when you said like like tobacco, it might be like like cherry tobacco, like a macerated like cherry, like a, yeah. like, a like a tart cherry like tobacco smell. I don't know. It's very complex on the nose, but it's a little boozy too. Like when when I, when I think of this, like you know those Valentine's Day chocolate you know, heart things that come up with all the flavors. Like usually they have like one of those fruit, you know, not the cherry one, but there's another one, like the orange cream. Like I'm yep. getting that dark orange cream and then I can visualize like sitting next to like a cigar lounge. Like like that's to me, that's what I visualize getting. So it's like that do- cho- chocolate, that fruit citrus. And then again, I get, I'm getting those subtle like tobacco notes. Yep. I mean, no, I'm 100% with you right there because I just took a little sip of it. And, and yeah, it's definitely got the, the citrus comes through. It really does. And I wonder what's causing that. Like, I mean, I mean, it must be pulling from the rye because um, I don't think barley would typically give you that type because barley typically is more of a sweetener and, 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 and purely for viscosity. You know, typically it gives you what gives you some of the legs and yeah. helps with um, some of the actual, what is it, the uh, bubbly part whenever you're fermenting it you know it helps out with that portion of it yeah and the in the mash bills not disclosed on this and i, I there's probably a, a non-disclosure anyway but based off the spice and things i'd probably go you got your corn but i'd probably go a lot more of that rye yes like more of that higher rye yeah and then you know they they probably back it up with barley to keep you know i wouldn't be surprised if it's 59 corn and then pretty much builds from there yeah 
like I said, I don't get a lot of the sweetness. So so I'd probably say lower on the corn, uh, higher on the rye, and then they probably supplement in the the barley. Because um, I think the barley adds like once you get those chocolate. I think the I think Woodford may have done it, but there's a couple that do the chocolate and they do the barley because I think it probably holds that chocolate note better than the rye, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think, Stephen? I get the tobacco part on the taste. Yeah. I, I didn't really get it on the nose. Yeah, no. I, and the taste is much different than I would have expected from the nose. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know that it was that much different um, from what I expected off the nose, but the tobacco definitely comes through stronger than it does on the nose. Yeah. I mean, it, it, takes, it takes you for a ride. It does. And you get you get the chocolate, you get the orange, um, you get that tobacco. Um, man, it's, it, it's definitely a unique, unique pour. I just expected more citrus in the taste. Yeah. Based on the nose. I mean, so I feel like the there, citrus is there. It's all, but it's all in the front palate. Like it, right. the, it goes away on the mid. The mid comes in with that more of that chocolate and a little bit more of that uh, earthy tone from you know, man, that tobacco. Man, that just is super, super unique. Yeah. Now, when I when I think of like the chocolate malted, uh, Woodford came out with one I think two years ago. Like their batch proof or their found their seller collect whatever it's called um and i wasn't a huge fan of that but this i mean again it, it's taken me through like i guess down the rabbit hole i mean i don't know how no i mean it's taken me for a ride but i mean with the different noses i actually enjoy this like so did you put a drop of water in it by chance that's your job i know man but like it really opens it up i mean like a hundred percent on the nose like it really opens the nose up i haven't sipped it yet but the nose just uh it just makes it a little bit more complex you still get the chocolate you still get a little bit of that orange um but instead of tobacco, it's almost more like uh, like leather, and it's got a little mm. bit more of a tannin to it. Um, and I also get like a little bit more of like a like a cherry or something like that in there. Hmm. Hmm. No, yeah, no real complaints. I mean, definitely unique. Oh man, though, that drop, that drop actually makes a difference. I mean, like like the orange comes through, like it's coming more and more palate forward. The chocolate's still there. Um, you get a, you get a little bit more of the caramel pop. And then uh, you get that nice uh, warm like uh, undertone on the on the finish where it's going to be more like that 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 leather slash tobacco flavor. Hmm. Water helped. Yeah, I think water really really opened it up. And I got the cherry more of the cherry taste. Oh, that is crazy. That is, I, I will tell you that's probably one of the my favorite of the ones that I've tried so far from you know the regular rabbit, just rabbit hole yes in general yeah so, I don't know yeah so this next one's the rye so this was actually round one old uh, school boxer grill but it's yeah. this is what a six year yeah if I remember well never mind we we can't really say where it was <laughs> originally distilled because obviously they were they were they were um, contract distilling with uh, somebody in particular yes yes they were um, at that time but uh, so 114 proof for the rye. So what always gets me about the boxer grill is like, it's a rye, right? But sometimes like I almost get like the cave hill almost has more of a, a rye flavor than the boxer grill does at times. And I, I don't know why that is. And I think it's because they're pouring more of the fruit forward notes off the boxer grill in general. Probably. I'm going to clean my palate while you're tasting. What do you think about the legs on this bad boy? I mean, solid. I mean, when you look at, when, I, when I'm looking at both of them at the same light, I mean, the, co- the coloring is very similar. Uh, where, the, where the race king held on. Uh, longer. I mean, this one's, I mean, it's still oily. You can still kind of see it go down the glass. It's not as thick as the uh, Race King. No, the Race King has definitely got got it crushed in the viscosity department. It really lingers on your tongue, too, that Race King does. But this, the nose, not quite as complex. I mean, it's 
I mean, it's just a rye. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get a little, get, get, I, I do get a little like apple or cherry there, though. And I'm trying to put a thumb on it, but I really can't, can't, can't get it. And then you get a little tobacco, maybe a little leather. I would say apple. A little bit. What of, I'm getting. Yeah. And like I can't disagree. Like I said, it's it's apple or cherry. It's something. It's super light though. I mean, you can barely barely get it on the nose. Yeah, I'm gonna dive in on the taste. I'll let you do your tasting notes or whatever, Nick. Try not to try not to influence me too much here. You know, it doesn't bring that hug like I'd expect out of 114 proof. To be honest with you, I mean, I can kind of feel it, but it's not like I've had some. You know, that 110 proof that will just feel like I have heartburn. Right. So, I mean, subtle. I mean, I don't think it drinks like 114. No, not at all. Um, it dies off at the back of the mouth. Yeah. yeah. It the does, finish it is does. a little low. It's got a little pepper, a little bit of citrus up front. You get a little bit of that cherry and that tobacco on the mid palate, but it, I mean, it, there's almost no finish at all to this thing. It is super, super mild on the finish. Now, compared to the regular rye, if I recall, I mean, I would take this over their regular offering. I think it offers probably more. Yeah, it's got more depth of flavor, but I mean, you know, when you add age, you're going to get a little bit more of that yeah, oak and of a little bit more of that wood, and and I think that's where you get kind of more of those tannins, like that leather or that tobacco flavor, because you're pulling that wood out, I mean, a little bit of those earthy tones. It's okay for a six-year rye. I mean, it's, of the two, it's not my favorite right now, but I mean, I think it's solid. I mean, honestly, would I probably choose a couple of other ryes above this? Yeah. Wow. Adding water was just... Don't do it. Yeah, I mean, it's... Don't do not it. Not at all. No. No water to this one. Wow. It's just weird. It almost just becomes like mint and grass and like it really, really just becomes super, super earthy when you put a little water to it. I don't get that one at all with water. Again, not bad. I'm going so far, Race King, Boxer Grill. Yeah. But then supposedly the Holy Grail is coming up next. (laughs) Supposedly. (laughs) Supposedly. Cleanse the palate. Yep. Really cleans it for this one. So this one is um, the Mizanara. So they took their uh, 15-year... So, so help me out here. So Mizanara, is that, that's a specific wood that they use in Japanese uh, whiskeys, things to that nature. Like a Japanese oak cask. And okay. what, I, what I've heard with it is, I guess the wood itself is so temperamental. Like apparently a lot of these barrels just like leak. So the way they age and stuff like that, like it's not like your American oak here where you can let it sit. Like apparently that's why they cost so much. So when you have like a normal barrel that probably runs, I think... Uh, just where we need Matt, honestly. Right. Um, I think a normal barrel probably costs five to six hundred dollars a new, depending on quantity. Yeah, depending on yeah quantity you're purchasing, and and honestly, it depends on whether who you're getting it from. Yeah, the oak, you know. I There's mean, various things, but but I would say probably in and I'm thinking more like when you say that I'm thinking more along fringe oak, like American white oak. I mean. Barrels are one fifty to two hundred dollars. I mean, I think. Are that's we talking new though? Brand new, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so, but yeah, from what I understand, the Mizaner is like three to five times that, you yeah. know, or I, more. I, I was going to say, I think um, when I was talking with Kyle Henderson, okay, or or when I was helping him or Prov or someone. Uh, they were saying like usually to get a Mizanara, a new Mizanara, or even like a really good one. I thought they were saying it was like around like six to eight k. Oh god! So yeah, it's crazy expensive. Only because they're so rare, they're so hard. They're hard to like break. I mean, 
apparently everything about it is a nightmare. So, um, I mean, it is Japan. So you're talking about a what a group of islands that's roughly the size of like what Rhode Island. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not very big. And then B, I mean, there, you got so much that's coastline. So what's actually being grown on there as far as trees? It's got to be a minimal amount. That's not something else. So yeah. I could I could definitely see where that's the case. Yeah, like I said, it's uh, and then they got to be a, get to be a certain age before or a certain size at least with American oak. Like I think they said they have to be at least 21 to 24 inches before they'll even consider cutting them in diameter. So that's some age that go to that as well. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot that goes into harvesting the wood for the barrels. That'd be a good, maybe podcast if we could get, I mean, that sounds fun. I have to find some nerd that knows a lot about wood and things like that. And I don't know, Matt, Matt, Matt might be our expert in that situation. He's, he's learned definitely a lot in what he's doing now. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, like I said, it's that, that's my understanding of it. Um, so don't necessarily quote me on that, but I mean, I'd love to learn so more. Surprisingly, the, the legs is not crazy on this. I mean, it, it's got some legs. It's a little thick. I mean, it's definitely darker. Like when you look at, I mean, it's definitely like. No, it's definitely a shade darker than the other two, but it's 15 years old. It should be. It should. Yeah. And we're coming in at, uh, I think this one was a hundred. This one was a 114 proof. 114. Hmm. And I'm assuming this is all undisclosed too. I know that I'd heard rumors that like. There's a couple of rumors. Heaven Hill and Eagle Rare and a bunch of other weird things. But the, no, the no. two rumors I've heard were, uh, again, no one will know because it's a non-disclosure. I think only three or four people know. Right. Cave, actually probably five. So Cave and whoever he procured the bourbon from. Right. And then probably the person who dumped and then the two, probably the two warehouse workers who moved the barrels. Right. And that's probably it. So, uh, I've heard rumors of G- uh, the Jim Beam. So a lot of the tanked, uh, Jim Beam stuff. Okay. And then I've heard, um, a Buffalo Saz product, whether gotcha. it's Eagle Rare or whatever it is. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, I don't pick up the notes when I, when I nose it. I mean, and it could be because it's finished in the Mizanar and it throws it off a little bit. Uh, I mean, but it's hard to distinguish. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you get a little bit of, like, you definitely get a lot of wood. Like, there's some oak and... Yes, definitely wood-heavy yeah. notes. It's got some caramel, some sweetness to it. I like the nose. Very, the nose is good. Very I, gent- I, I still don't gentle. Know, I still don't know that it's as, any better than the Race King, but it's definitely different than the Race King. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's more delicate and more intricate, I guess I would say. Yeah, no, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, the Race King had the best nose. This is... This is nice. I just, I can't put my finger on it. I mean, what on earth is that? I mean, I get a little, little bit of tobacco. I get a little bit of like some apple and maybe just a touch of citrus in there, like on the nose. This one definitely has a, a longer finish than the other ones though. I don't know. This one's, hang, this one's hanging on. Kind of a gentle hug, not. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest mm-hmm. knock on this bottle is, is the cost. I mean, honestly, everyone I've talked to, I mean, there's been little complaints with the taste there's been no complaints with the display. It's all no. This is actually delicious. Um, it's all about would you spend the fifteen hundred dollars for this bottle? Yeah, I could definitely see that as being an issue. But I mean, caramel. It's got some tobacco. Um, I'm definitely going to go with apple. Like to me, um, especially like in the front palate. A um, little bit of on there. Um, I get a little bit of. I'm going to say peach, but something like in that mid palate. I don't know what's mixing with that, but it's some kind of fruit, but it's not apple on the mid palate, which I don't know. I like, how you I can like get using peach like, and apples, but yeah, I kind of like using my stone fruit analogy. Yeah, like yep. I don't disagree with the stone fruit, but there's something in that mid palate I'm trying to put a finger on, and then the finish is just delicious. That rye earthiness, yeah. you know, 
like leather, tobacco, I mean, a little bit of like nutmeg and clove or some kind of like baking spice in that finish. I don't get heavy clove, but I can I can see the nutmeg. Yeah. And I don't mean like your like your dejurums that you my, always do. My, my, my dejurum. <laughs> that, that's how I remember the clove now. Like so I'm thinking of like clove, the actual baking spice, not, okay. clo- not like the clove tobacco. Like okay. clove and like the actual baking spice. I need to go down and... Uh, Hit the rabbit hole with that. <laughs> yeah, just, start, just go in the the spice, spice track. Yeah, like like put it out on the counter, and it's and it's on the finish. It, it, it's 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 all on the finish in that situation. But I don't know. That is definitely 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 unique. And I'll take is, another little sip before I add water. And, and there is a second fruit in there. Yeah, and like I said, for me, it's 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 like a stone fruit. But it could be peach. It could be you know like a plum. It tastes like light though. I mean, it's it's very very light. So that's the reason I'm coming more like peach or nectarine, maybe. Yeah. Apricot. Apricot. There we go. I like that. It's good. Uh, of the Mizanara finishes I've had, I'd probably say this is one of the better better ones I've had. Yeah. I mean, because I've had the Angel's Envy Mizanara, which came out the year before this, but I also think they used younger juice. There was a World Whiskey Society 15-year Mizanara finish. Uh, wasn't released in Kentucky. It was released down in the, the southeast, I think primarily Georgia. Yeah. And I and I've had one of those uh, with the samurai heads on it. Um, I've one open and one in the backup, but I don't think it packs the flavor like this. Don't add water. Just say just, just don't do it. I, I, I'll, I'll just tell you, don't add water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I um, have a dropper right there, don't you? Well, I mean, I, I I literally I put one drop in there and like the rye explodes in this thing, and I don't know. I mean, it literally just. Boom! I mean, just like all mid palate, the finish like it it kills a lot of some of the. And maybe I didn't add enough water. You know, maybe if I kept dropping, kept dropping, kept dropping, I would have pulled hmm. back out some of those notes. But yeah, no, I I put more in than you did, and it took away took away a lot of the yeah. what we liked. So to me, it was all just straight up just rye mm-hmm. on the back end whenever I because I literally just put one small drop in there. But man, yeah. that, that finish is still hitting me. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna finish on that second one. I mean, the, with the rye, like even when I added water, I mean, it's hotter on the second. I'm gonna have to like go in and lick this glass, nip, and see what's <laughs> up. It was definitely, definitely unique. So, man, I don't know. This is a. They're all three unique in their own way, which is which is nice because I think they uh, rabbit hole is trying to do things uh, differently than like your mainstream. And I oh. think they're coming out with another uh, founders. Um, I thought I saw a picture of like maybe a 16 year or something like that, but. Hmm. Um, I mean, all good in their own right. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. But I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna judge these as if price was not an issue. Like so if they, zero dollars. If, if they were all, let's just say they were all two hundred fifty dollars, right? If they were all two hundred fifty bucks, you know, whatever the cheapest one was, two or three hundred, whatever. If I was to pick, I would go number one, Race King. Number two, Mizanura. Number three, the Boxer Grill. Agreed. And I would go, and I would even like the the race king regular and then i would go race king with a drop is bar none the the best i I would agree with that i would uh, of the three tonight i enjoyed that race king the most and i think that's because it had the most complex flavoring i think it had uh just a a nice nose not discrediting what they did with the mizanar because i do think they did no absolutely the mizanar was a great bottle like i Uh, said when i tried it 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 tasted great i I would never add water to it not after trying it the way that i did but yeah and and then i'd put the rye behind it and and like i said earlier with the rye i mean i've had it's it's a solid rye but i've there's other rye yeah i think i'd go above it um and then if price point came to i think my order would like with the price point would stay the same Hmm. um yeah, probably. Um, it's just, it's just. I guess. It, it, do you buy 
the fifteen hundred dollars. That that's what that's what it come down to. I mean, that's to me. That's you know, you have to have a certain income level before you're going to drop that kind of money on <laughs> on a bottle. I mean, you just do. I mean, yeah. I think each store got one one bottle. Right. That or that or you got to be one of those crazy people that like has somebody that's you you know some dude in New York that's like, hey, I'm going to give you three hundred dollars or five hundred dollars to buy this bottle and send it to me. You know, and I, then, I'm the and, crazy dude who found them. <laughs> okay, well, see, so there you but, go. Yeah, but but I, I I did not. I'll tell you, I did not pay that fifteen hundred dollars. Right. So, so that being said, I th- I think that's what that's where it would be at in that situation. Yeah. Um, all unique, all good. Um, yeah, I think they're sold out at the distillery. Um, so if you're looking for these, uh, the rye has been sold out for a while. Oh that, yeah, that was kind of released for quite some time. That, re- that was released two months before COVID, and then once COVID hit, I think they got like twenty in, and then they sold out within a day. The Race King's still fairly new. So the Race King, they did 100 at the distillery. I think they got maybe a, a couple more in. Sold out within like two days, I think. Um, I haven't seen any in the stores yet. I saw one or two people post out of Nashville that they found them. So I think they're going to start hitting the market. Uh, Do so, you know how many bottles of each were released? Uh, I think it was 1,500. I, I have it on the back of, I think it's 1,500. 1,500 of each? Yeah, because uh, it's on the case. It's right on the case. Gotcha. So, um, Mizanar, you could probably find only because of the price tag, and it's probably sitting on the store wood wood box. Right. Um, the rye, I don't think you'll find. I mean, that sold out pretty quick. Yeah. I um, mean, the Race King, like I said, I don't. I felt th- like most of it was actually sold at the distillery. Of the, they, they did of do the a grill. yeah. They did do a lottery. I think they did a hundred or two hundred bottle lottery, um, and then the rest was kind of distributed. I think each store got like a case, which is three. So, I mean, that. But again, you're talking about a year and a half ago, two years ago. So, and but the race king, I think if someone's really looking for it, I think there's still opportunity to buy it. You just have to find your store. So, talk to your local store, wherever that is. It's probably sitting at the warehouse, honestly, until they distribute it. Do you remember where they said what where all they're distributed? Are they in all 50 states? Uh, I don't think I didn't think all 50. I almost want to say it's like 48 or 50. I mean, so they're maybe like in the what we would consider the metro, like continental portion of it so so no alaska or no hawaii or something like that yeah i'd probably guess and if we're looking here in louisville check out total wine right a total total wine or your liquor barn would would most likely get the most because i think they got a case or two of the rye when it came out yeah they got a whole bunch of uh actually they didn't they get an entire barrel of the alice in wonderland bottles the yeah i I think total wine they've got like two what didn't they get like two barrels well they could have i don't know like i said hmm they may have gotten two. Uh, don't don't quote me on that though. But all right. But um, yeah. So Race King, like I said, I think it's coming out. Uh, just it's orange box, pretty solid display. Orange is fitting. It, it tastes like a Toblerone. That's what it is. Yeah, there it is. Holy shit! Like it was like it was on the front of my tongue, and I could not think of what it was. But yes, like one of those Toblerone like chocolate oranges that you break apart into pieces, and that's what it is. It is a Toblerone in a bottle. That's what I was trying to explain earlier. The chocolate. I just yeah. I got I got when Valentine's Day candy yep. versus yep. Damn yep. it. <laughs> I was sitting there, I was was like, damn, what is that chocolate? I was sitting there thinking, but it's a Toblerone little chocolate orange thing. Hmm. Yeah, no, solid pour. Um, Yeah. I I think I'm going to have to try to find one of those. Yeah. Keep Hmm. your eyes peeled. 
I will. I'll definitely keep my eyes peeled. Well, all right. That's our review of uh, these fine rabbit hole products, the Race King, the Boxer Grill, and the Mizanura Cask. Um, if you want to find us on Bourbon Real Talk, you can find us on our Facebook page, our Instagram, and our Twitter. We are also uh, more than glad to accept any kind of uh, emails, questions, comments, concerns about the podcast, things you want to know. We'll be glad to take care of that for you. Um, gratuities also, are always welcome. Gratuities are always welcome. Yes, you can absolutely. If you want to, if you want my Venmo, Venmo or something where you want to support the show, be be glad to take that from you. You can uh, hit me up on uh, Facebook or any of those type of uh, things personally, or you can DM the the inbox, and then I'll I'll be glad to talk to you through that piece. But uh, that's it. So if you want to, uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Uh, YouTube, um, Apple, iTunes, um, Spotify is my personal favorite. So go out there, grab the podcast. We appreciate the support. This is Scott, Nick, and the Legend signing off. Peace.